Welcome everyone to Films of Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Mama K. Hi everyone, just Mama K. Just Mama K, because tonight we're doing Wonder Woman 1984, and yeah. no one else is a superhero doing doing things. Uh, <laughs> so Wonder Woman 1984, pretty big release, anticipated. Uh, I think it's the first movie that they're doing simultaneous theater or not the first but like the biggest one to do simultaneous theater and free streaming for the first month on hbo max yeah when Uh, was this supposed to come out uh, oh summer june June or july okay yeah all right yeah every yeah this was a this was supposed to be a summer release so this is yeah in the can for a while it's a it's one of the first ones to come out since everything's been pushed back that's big that's like really big I had never seen the first Wonder Woman. I saw it the day what? before this because I just got HBO. Well, I had heard it's good from people who like superhero stuff. And then, yeah. which I don't like DC. Like, I don't think right. they have good stuff. The only the only things I like from them are the Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batmans, which are before the DC EU. now that they have all the extended stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, we did Birds of Prey, and people were like, that's one of the best ones. I'm like, this was not very good. I don't that think I want to see good. the other ones now that I have not met, seen. But Wonder Woman, the first one, I liked quite a bit. I thought it was, like, a, a, the better parts of the Thor and Captain America origin stories kind of combined. And it was, uh, it was, I was pleasantly surprised. Nicole did not like that film. She's seen that, and she really just dislikes the first Wonder Woman, so. I really liked it. It was a good, succinct storyline. You know, it followed, you could follow it all the way through, so, and and I just, and I liked the story, so that was good for me, but. Yeah, I could follow it. I liked the stuff on the, I, I the stuff on the island felt like the early stuff in the early Thor movies, but better, yep. and then she's fish out of water, which makes you feel like Thor, and then setting is not World War Two, but World War One. so that's where you feel first avenger ish stuff yeah. um it's not perfect i don't love the ending of that movie i don't I guess we won't spoil it in case anyone hasn't seen the first one but uh <laughs> wonder woman the first one I, I liked quite a bit and uh, 84 the trailers looked pretty decent uh it's got people you know in it gal gadot returning as the as the the titular wonder woman uh and this is the summary for this one fast forward to the 1980s as wonder woman's next big screen adventure finds her facing all new foes max lord and the cheetah if you haven't seen the trailers it's fairly evident that that's what this is going to be so if you have not seen wonder woman 84 it's on hbo max which i think we'll be adding to our streaming qualifiers in the past we've only done netflix prime hulu and disney plus but now that hbo max is gonna have all the new universal stuff uh that comes out and theaters aren't open for everyone i think we're gonna be adding hbo max to our our repertoire of stuff that is streaming eligible so that might that might change some things huh there's a lot stuff. of stuff that we've been trying to get to that's on it. I've been going through the category, the catalog, and it's a pretty nice catalog. I like, I like, I've had, I've had them in the past, and then canceled after the free thing was up. But I, right. I like what it has so far. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman eighty four, HBO Max, and theaters, if they're open by you, we're gonna spoil it now. Yeah, we rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. We get a like a flashbacky thing to when she's a young a young Amazon on Themis What's that? What's the Amazon <laughs> island called? Do you know? The uh, Mascria. Yeah, Amazonia. I'm not Amazonia. sure. Uh, Amazon <laughs> Island, where the, the part of the first one takes place, you get the flashback to her competing in like this Olympic-y type of thing, and the whole point of it, that 
little opening is uh, she does she's winning, but then she doesn't win because of a slight mistake. Uh, so she tries to take like a shortcut to get to the end, and it doesn't work. And then she gets a lesson from Robin Wright telling her that uh, not to cheat because that's not a that's not how you actually win. So that's that's our that's our uh, keep a pin in that for later on themes. Then we fast forward to 1984. It's 66 years after the first film. Um, we, the Amazons don't age very quickly, so it makes sense, I guess, that she's still the same age, basically, as she was 66 <laughs> years ago. Uh, and she's working at the Smithsonian now. Uh, people don't really know who she is because she does like a little cameo thing at the beginning. Not a cameo thing. She does a thing like an old school save the kid at the mall from the bad guys who are stealing from the... Uh, the archive of it's 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 a bank but it has like a secret room in it that has a bunch of treasures it's a jewelry know. store yeah it's a jewelry store but it has a secret yeah it's a jewelry store with a secret room full of yeah, old yeah. treasures that's like a black market thing whatever and that whole scene plays like an old like like an 80s movie it plays very uh she's winking at the camera and it's very goofy uh very different tone already than the first one i thought uh, and the main plotty plot is uh, she finds this uh, dream stone, is, I guess what they refer to it as. It's one of the things that uh, is found in the robbery. And if you touch it and you make a wish, it grants your wish. So, right. you know, they can't, that's, that could, if that falls into the wrong hands, that could be a very, a very bad thing. And the wrong hands it falls into is businessman Jafar. Max Lord. Jafar, yeah, Max <laughs> Lord. Who is played by the Mandalorian, uh, and he is uh, played he's by like the a, Mandalorian. He's a snake oil salesman. He's a con artist guy. He's trying to get his oil business off the ground, but he keeps making empty promises, and he's not very good at actually uh, delivering on what he uh, says he's going to. But now he's found this wish stone, which he's done a bunch of research on, and and he uh, tricks Barbara, who is the uh, the meek, shy employee at the Smithsonian, who. Who Diana uh, befriends? Uh, she is begrudgingly. Uh, Wig. Begrudgingly, yeah. Well, I mean, she's nice enough to. I don't. It just it doesn't seem to. Yeah, but it's a it's a pity. It's a pity friend. I guess because Diana's, I, I, Diana's a nice woman. That's why. So yes, Diana's a nice woman. I I, I didn't feel it too. Like I think she Barbara feels like it's a pity friend, but I think Diana. Okay, maybe that's what I was reading. Friend. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were reading it from her end, but um, anyway, she she wants to be cool like Diana. So uh, a bunch of wishes get granted, and then that's what the plot really is. The first wish is Barb. Well, the first wish is a guy wants coffee, and he touches it, and he gets coffee, and then that, that <laughs> that's the hint that oh, this thing might actually work. Uh-huh. And uh, so the first big wish is Barbara wishes she was like Diana, and then Diana also wishes not to the audience, but we know what she's wishing. She's wishing for Steve Trevor, her boyfriend from the original. Uh, wish wish he was here somehow. And right. then Max gets a hold of it, and he makes big giant wish that he t- to become the wish stone, uh, so that when people touch him, their wishes come true. But then he can also take their stuff. And yeah, so, there's a little twist there that doesn't really get <laughs> explained very well. So all these wishes come true. Uh, Barbara starts turning into superhero wish, uh, unbeknownst to her at first, and. It slowly starts to change her as a person. And then Steve Trevor somehow comes back. He somehow inhabits the body of this other guy. And right. uh, and they he hangs out with Diana while they figure stuff out. And then Max Lord is slowly taking over the world with his wish company. So there. That's, that's as much of the plot I can do to start. Okay, what do you think of this plot? I think that's the plot. Then you can then you find out what happens at the end. But otherwise, that's the plot for 
like 95% of this movie, right? We just watch him going around and granting people's wishes and taking their souls and their health and all of this stuff. We don't know that that's really part of it until, I mean, I think we figured that out on the ride home, maybe? I'm not sure. You kind of, um, they... We talked it they, out a little. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, like, kind of get there. Like, the rules are not made clear at the beginning. Right, right. Uh, there's not a lot that's made clear. This seems like this movie, if it sat in the can for six months, they should have really done something with it. Maybe it was hyper edited. I'm not really sure. But did it go overseas before we got it? Like, uh, UK got it a week early. That's about it. Like, no, no. Oh, uh, it didn't. It didn't go into the Asian market. Nope. No China. No India. Okay. No. No Korea. Japan. None of that. I just can't figure out why this is such a mess plot this movie i was a little concerned honestly when the first um trailer came out and she was in a mall and her outfit was very 80s like and i'm like oh you know because the 80s is bad but if you do it campy you know it's okay this was something i think maybe was supposed to be that way because it kind of felt like that when it was in the mall like you said you know it was they were winking to the camera kind of thing and just sort of bad i don't know bad movements and acting and the way people were corralled by the lasso everything was very 80s it, looking. it fit into superhero movies before dark knight and mcu like fixed superhero yeah movies. and not even superhero movies i mean this sort of looks like um don johnson was it miami vice i mean this looks uh, very much like th- how that was filmed and how the action sequences in miami vice were filmed so you've got that part of it it all feels like they just sort of like decided to take little pieces of this that and the other and then you've got this crazy heist it just so happens that she's at the the same mall saving somebody when you know this whole dream wish stone thing is discovered and she discovers it and this guy's been looking for it and it all comes together just way too janky that part comes together way too janky for me so it's hard for me to take it it's it's laughable it's but it's not funny i wish it were i wish it would it went you know you like movies sometimes brenda when they go over and into camp because then it's okay to watch this is just bad mm-hmm. uh it doesn't go too bad to get campy it's just it's just bad um which i don't want for wonder woman i don't want for gal gadot i don't like the way they brought steve trevor back as this other man that i think that we all if we saw him we would see him as the other man but she sees him as steve so that makes me wonder about her mental state a little bit and the plot is just it's contrived and it's not fun it's not even fun that's the part is like it felt very uh, tedious and i long it felt long and i just wanted it to be over with and there was just a lot of things that they just pulled from other things and just said let's just do this let's do this and maybe they didn't maybe the editor didn't have enough to work with and maybe he did the best he she did the best that they could but it's not good the plot is a one and a half it's a goddamn dumpster fire why is this so bad i don't understand why this is so bad <laughs> but it's, it is it's, it's, it's horrendous it makes it's me 2020 and in is, persona i mean come on I, you've and you've seen like other you've seen a couple other like you saw man of steel at some point yeah i've right? seen and dc saw, i've seen some dc stuff and it's not it's never the best aquaman Aquaman, uh, which I've only seen the last 20 minutes. I've seen that like three times because yeah. I think I've told the story before, but I would go in to see Star is Born again and I would get to the theater early and Aquaman <laughs> would still be playing and I'd have to watch him jump out of the water and go, I am Aquaman. Like, I am Aquaman. Times. 
Yeah, but I am Iron yeah. Man. Are they all? Are the other ones that aren't good like this? Because I've only this is like my third or fourth DC movie, and it's just a. It's like this is this is what I figured the most of them are is just just dumpster fire. It's horror. It's it makes no I sense. Think, I think it's this is fun. worse than some of them. I mean, I've seen. I really don't know that I've seen like a whole, you know, like Superman or the or Man of Steel. Those kind. Of, I've seen. Big, you know, big parts of them, and I still think those are better plotted out than this. This is just trite, and uh, it's it's basic. It's it's basic and bad. It doesn't. It really doesn't make any sense. Like I don't ever no. know. I don't yeah. ever know what the rules of the Dreamstone are. I don't find the comedy fu- like the, the fish. Out, not that, we're reversing the fish out of water. Where Steve Trevor is the fish out of water. In in eighties, and that doesn't hit nearly as good as Amazon coming to the nineteen tens does. It, yeah, um, no, yeah. Think about that parallel, right? That that she what she did with that in the first Wonder Woman was really good. And looking back, I'm thinking, was it really good, or was it just so good compared to this? Because this is no, I I watched it before bad. this. She was she's funny in in the first like she she's, is. She's like at, like good funny in the first one, like good fish out of water funny in the first one, and uh, it doesn't wor- it hasn't worked the other way around in this very no. well. Uh, no, and that's supposed to be like the fun funny part, but it's it's not. And then when you're, I, I don't like uh, the whole other thing where he's the businessman going along. Like I just don't understand what's ever happening. Like he's sucking up their power, and then he's and then he tells them like, all right, I, now that I have given you your wish, which is a bad wish. I give, I take all your stuff, and I'm like, well, I, I didn't know that's what that did. I didn't like, they right. didn't, nothing told me that's what the Dreamstone did. Nothing like led me to believe that that's what it did. It just seemed like it would grant your wish. The guy wanted a coffee, he got a coffee. The, the, like, it's uh, supposed to be monkey's paw, which I think I had to explain to you where, yeah, uh, it's know. the, it, the more it uh, gives, the more it takes. It's a fable. But that's yeah. not explained that that's what, what it is until, I, I don't know, like two-thirds of the way in. And right, by did then, something bad happen to Coffee Guy? I don't think so. I don't remember something bad happening to Coffee Guy. Not get to see. I mean, that would have been interesting if later on we saw that, like, I don't know, he had, uh, or, or at least a good, like, reminder. Like, maybe he we, we passed by a hospital and he's going into cardiac arrest because he got right. addicted to coffee. Like, why not? <laughs> I, like, why, like, why not make it something just like, like, just to give us the inclination that uh, something's going on? Um, yeah. It's so hard, and it's not a fun ride at all. Like the when we're jumping from place to place and trying to find the person to find the person, none of that's good. Like I, I don't really like globe trotting that way anyway. In a lot of movies, where like we just got to go here to go here to go here, but it's and I like that. You know that I like. Yeah, you like that. I don't like that, and I really don't like it here. No, it played badly. I didn't even. I wasn't even on board for it. So. No. And I don't understand like the bag like the bad guy sucks up the power like his whole thing is he's sucking up the powers and then he takes their stuff but it's like making him sick and then he's like I need their life now so then he's going to grant everyone's wish on TV and then suck up their life through the TV and now that all those wishes are happening he's not sick anymore he's better now and like none of this makes any sense to me it's it's like extremely like nonsensical and when everything is i wish and i dream and there aren't clear rules then nothing matters and I, there's no tension and i don't care about anything there's no right. there's nothing to keep the intrigue going at best i kind of barbara transformations transparent and obvious but it's it's uh it's kind of good in the beginning like i kind of like when they're working together and like she's like a, a part of the team 
and then she leaves, and then she reappears as bad guy. Um, right. But yeah, it's 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 terrible. I don't know why it's so bad. <laughs> I, I don't know why they had to make it this long and boring and not clear. And it's just not. It's it's like a it's a. I'm like a one. I really don't want. I don't like this plot at all. No, Nothing it's a it. retread of every worst thing you've ever seen. It's horrible. The characters, there are, um, you know, there's there's Wonder Woman, there's Diana, uh, there's Steve, who's back. We can talk more about Steve being here. Uh, yeah, Barbara already said, who turns into the cheetah. We're in spoilers, so she's going to turn into the cheetah. Right. Uh, who, in the trailers, I thought, oh, instead of Catwoman, they're doing a woman cat now. But no, she's the <laughs> cheetah. Uh, and then Max Lord is, like, the bad guy. Uh, and then you've got, like, the other people. Uh, like, the Robin Wright and Connie Nelson are the, in the cameo at the beginning as the Amazon people. The mom and the, and the yeah, and the trainer chick. Yeah, we do get yeah. a Linda Carter cameo later on, so we'll get to that at the very end. Also, but, um, <laughs> and it continues to be really bad. Yeah, it, that's a, not a good... It's not a good one. That's a great way to end it, though. But yeah, it's a great. It's a, it's an appropriate way to end it. It is totally. And, and really, there's like four characters, which is kind of crazy. I mean, there's the sun. I don't know. What do you think of these characters? I really like Wonder Woman as a character, and I like that she has this. She. I liked Diana Prince in the first Wonder Woman, also as a character. I don't like either one of them in this movie. I'm so bummed. I. I, I, trite is the only word that I keep coming up with because everything is supposed to have this message and at the end we get a giant message and I'm just I'm uh, I don't know am I is it because COVID is it because I've been in my house for so long um was this hyped up way too much and and it just falls flat because of that I don't know I just think it's bad writing I feel like she's trying and I feel like the Steve character is also trying, but he doesn't have the, he doesn't have a place in this movie. Like he's so, it could be anybody. Don't you feel like that? Do you feel like it had to be Steve Trevor? The whole, be... I think the whole problem with this movie is that people this and this is how the DC works versus Marvel. DC's like, all right, they really like Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman together. And I think they're like, I don't know if Gal Gadot, she's got good, she's got, she's good, good action star vibes, but I don't know if she's going to carry the dramatic heft as well if we don't right. have someone. So let's make a movie where Steve Trevor's back and they're, and they're like, well, how, how do you, he, how he's do you dead. do that? It's 60. So like, and then they, it's like, they made this movie around, we have to bring Steve Trevor back somehow, make it wishing he she wishes he's alive and then but that'll also be the bad guy he wishes for things and the wishing <laughs> is actually a bad thing like that's what it feels like is what right it, it, steve trevor has to come back came first this movie's everything else came second yeah but they don't even do you feel like they have chemistry at all in this movie because they i felt like they had mad chemistry in the first movie and they're, they're fine i mean they're not no it's not in, in comparison to the first fine. one yeah eh, I, I feel like he he's like he comes in and he doesn't question enough why he's there like it's not he's just sort of like oh hey look i have a fanny pack um i'm wearing a you know richard simmons t-shirt it's very just it's just placed there and he doesn't i don't feel like they have they don't even have really big moments where they're like trying to you know sort of rekindle their romance i mean they do have a moment but it's not anything that's i don't know i'm just not buying it i'm not buying gal Gadot's performance in this very well i i do feel like she's trying but i feel like maybe it almost comes off that she's trying too hard to figure out how to make this work because it's not it doesn't work and i know a lot of these big action films like this are shot way out of sequence and they take a long time to film and 
that's exactly what this looked like is that every that the characters just didn't have time to fit into their bodies and then you have this villain that you know i don't know i don't he's he's not charismatic his whole goal is to be charismatic because he is a snake oil salesman but i don't feel i, I don't feel any attraction to that and you know, it's easy to like him in the beginning because, you know, he's the Mandalorian. So at this point, you should you should already have a built up audience for this guy. Right. You just found out he just took off the helmet a couple weeks ago. So, you know, this should even play better now that we know that Pedro Pascal's the guy, but it doesn't. And then they have this little kid character. And OK, the I, maybe the shining star is Kristen, Kristen Wiig, but she's she's good in the role. But it doesn't again, the writing in it doesn't give her. She's good up to a point, and then when she makes the transition, the transition is so quick that she's into a, a bad person that I don't see it coming. I see her transitioning into the, you know, person who is more charismatic and has friends from, you know, being the wallflower that she was. But I don't see where she goes from that into, like, evil. I don't see where that hap. I don't... It just all of a sudden it happens. Well, that's part of the whole Dreamstone makes no sense. Like, it makes, it changes, it's, and, instead of, and, I, and she, and uh, Gal Gadot has to do a horrible little speech, and that's why these little speeches don't work in here, because I don't think that she's the right actress to deliver things like that. It's, right, she's like, no. It ma- gave you power, but it took away your humanity and your, your kindness, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't get that at all. I just feel like now she, <laughs> I, I, it feels more like. It's one of those like the meek person gets everything they wanted, and it turns out they're they they would be the bully, just like the bully, right, just, just like, like the every- bullies who bullied them. Yeah, right, like, it, right, just like everybody it feels else. Like. It doesn't feel like she's changed. It feels I I took it as this, this is who Barbara would have been if she were the on the other side of the on the other side of the team, or if she found her like niche of people, she would have been the bully in the niche. You know what I mean? Like if she if she at some point had found her her little group of weirdos, she would have been the bully in the weirdos. Yeah, so, and I thought, that, and I think that would be a more interesting take to go on to. Yeah, to, to, I do too. Because then you're like, all these people getting bullied, like you feel you feel bad for them, and you should because they, that shit. But then, it, if you flipped the power struggle, would they? Would you be any better? And she wouldn't be. That's no. more interesting than no. The the magic stone made you mean. <laughs> the magic stone made you mean, and then and then we get the you know the other only character arc we get in the movie if there is one is. That the bad guy uh, suddenly decides that no, for his son's sake, he shouldn't be a bad guy. And, you know, for some reason, lying is the problem. I think it's beyond lying. He seems to think. Well, we get the flashback. The flashback montage at the very end to tell us that uh, he had a. (sighs) Max had a hard life before he became the the guy at the end. Which just reinforces Barbara, right? <laughs> it just reinforces that if you were the one having the bad life, you were you were still the shit in the bad life. You just didn't have a chance to be that person. So um, as soon as he doesn't have a bad life, he's this guy. But his, you know, these like three clips that we get of his son out of nowhere. We don't know where this kid comes from. So he, show, he shows up at the office. Uh, he shows up on a freeway. He shows up um, in under a bush. You know, it's the strangest thing ever. <laughs> it's all very close to each other. All right around the White House, I guess. Because uh, they're all close. right, and it's all right around the White House. I mean, Cause, how cause they did. Pedro Pascal is like in charge of the president at some point, and right. Does the kid go there, or is <laughs> the kid always in the that. abandoned office? I forgot. I forgot that he's he's in charge of the president. I forgot about that. Yeah, he walks into yeah. the president's office. He's like, "What do you want, president?" And the president's like, "I need nukes." I'm like, right? All right, whatever. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's just so ridiculous. It is. Oh my gosh. 
I forgot it's all about Everything's that. Everything's terrible that's in this. Even worse. Why is the characters are terrible. So poorly. The characters are also. I'm. I'm trying to be generous here. The characters are also a one and a half. They're bad. They're awful. Every one of them. I, I think they're. I think the four actors that we follow are really selling. Like they're they're selling some garbage. They are. Re- they're trying. I think, I think everyone. Chris Pine might not be trying that much, but everyone else is trying pretty hard. I think um, Chris Pine's trying as much as Chris Pine tries, though. I mean, I feel like he. That's he's. That's his motto. Well, then, well, he's effortlessly good in other things. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't consider him great, but he's all right. I mean, I don't think he's, he's, he's any, he's a. I, f- I feel like he's the same, but yeah, he's like a, he's got like a Tom Cruisey kind of thing where he just, kind of, he's kind of Chris Pine, but he's got a charisma, so you kind of follow it. Like, I, I don't know, I think he's all right. <laughs> so it's okay. You just let it go. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Like he's, he's fine. Um. Yeah, I think Christian Wiig. I think Pedro Pascal. I think they're both really trying really hard as the villains, and they're these enemy villains. These are people I should like, and I kind of like them at the beginning, and then everything doesn't really work out how it's like. It just works out like a big mess at the end, so it doesn't uh, it doesn't build up at all. And yeah, Gal Gadot should not be giving so many little like soliloquies. Yeah, yeah, like that's not the kind of that's not who she should be doing. Like I don't want to see like. Uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone delivering those lines or Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> doing like I don't want to see the big action star delivering like all so much hard, like you can have one you get one you get one like uh, like little little punch speech but she gives a lot and uh, yeah. that's not good and then a lot of the times Steve Trevor will have to like he actually has to like lead a lot of the middle part where they're like figuring out where to go a lot of it's like his idea and I think that's another crutch of like well, I don't know if she's got the dramatic heft by 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 herself. She needs uh, she needs Steve Trevor to talk a lot. Um, yeah, it, but that, none of that like uh, it's 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 uh, it's such a writing problem. I think the actors are are trying decently hard. Um, also, uh, I think I was what uh, Barbara's whole thing is so telegraphed where like she makes the wish like i wish i were like like everything like diana she's so cool right. and awesome and the next morning it's the thing where she wakes up and she takes off her glasses and she takes like she takes the shitty part of her outfit off and it's better now and right. she's like oh wow i'm hot now and everyone thinks i'm cool <laughs> and then as she, the movie goes every scene she's in she gets like hotter in quotations like right, she right, has right. more makeup on and like her hair is crazier and she's stronger she can pull the door off the refrigerator it's very yep, important. she beats up the 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 leering the leering uh, drunk in the uh, in the park yeah, and gets yeah. her revenge, which is supposed to be like now she's a bad guy turn because she beats up like a like a cat caller, I guess. I guess uh, that's I, when we see. Yeah, that's when we see. But we know she's gone too far but... when her homeless buddy comes over right. and it's like, Barbara, <laughs> what have you done? And he's like, and she's like, uh, she, she's I can't remember what she says, but she walks away like I, I like don't help that guy and then is you know, he and then is he my favorite character in this movie now the homeless guy the, maybe the homeless guy who's in two scenes and has half a line he might uh, be and then and then like later on yeah she shows up at the white house to fight diana like none of that makes yeah, sense and, like, no and the whole time I'm like oh no she's getting too hot and she's gonna become so <laughs> hot she's gonna turn into a cat and that's I, what happens a, like that's her that's her arc um, we don't even see her at the end. Like we see, she renounces her thing, her powers, like everyone else does. Which, um, but yeah, no, I'm I I gotta say, I think because the char- the actors are trying to sell it a little bit, I'll give them like a two. It's just everything, everything around them fails them so hard that it it's hard to give it anything higher than that. But well, it's to- good that I mean you're being generous because giving them a two, you're giving them a two for the actors. Then it's all the actors. The actors do like a four star 
jobish like but like it, everything around it's so bad that it, it can't really... i agree it's got a, it's part of it's the writing right i mean the, yeah, well, it sounds, it, and usually when i say right i'm talking straight strict dialogue this is the writing of not just the dialogue but the whole script the whole like contrivance of this movie existing like the, the everything plot. every movement yeah every <laughs> everything is wrong yeah. it's so absur- absurdly wrong uh with how this movie's put together uh but the visual and sound um so, are there some positives here perhaps maybe um i mean visually you could tell it was 1984 so that's a win honestly it was just such a mess i don't think it was i don't think there was anything um particularly abusive in the sound or in the visuals um except for i really really disliked the um the scene when they were in the mall the very beginning scene i mean it's visual and sound i I know i've talked about editing a lot but that's part that's part of that too right visual i would say editing is more yeah a lot yeah yeah so i mean that all of a lot of the scenes the very first scene when they're doing why first of all why did they have to do a flashback again to when she was a child uh we've are that's played that's played i don't out. know I but know. i like that more than most the rest of the movie because i did it, too I, but i understood it what was happening like yeah <laughs> i get that but it really i mean that was a crutch for this movie though right that was a total crutch to have to do that to explain like this is we have to i think that's supposed to piece. help us understand the plot later because the whole thing that the whole beginning is don't cheat your way you can't don't lie just just like if you if you don't win now you're not supposed to you got to just keep trying and then later on maybe you'll win like But who is this plot for then? Like a 7-year-old, somebody who doesn't know this innately? I don't understand. I mean it's PG-13, so you got to assume that the majority of the audience okay. is young 13. adults too. Yeah. You know, well, there's, it's there's a families, miss. but Yeah, it's a miss for that because I I also enjoyed that first part, but again it was a retread of what happened before and it and it lasted too long. That was nicely done, but I know you were way down the row in the theater, but I just wanted to like reach over with a really long like Elastigirl arm or something and tap you and say, are we watching Quidditch for Harry Potter or what is happening? Oh, I got Quidditch vibes. I got some bad Quidditch vibes. Super Quidditch vibes. And I was sitting next to, you know, throwing the ball in the hoop. Yeah, sitting next to dad, and I was like, I wonder when the snitch is coming out. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about because he has, knows nothing about Harry Potter. So he enjoyed this film, by the way. Someone, so that's he's the one person. That's true. That's true. He he likes ninety nine point nine percent of the movies he sees. So yeah. it's good. It's, he will never it's be good. on this. Terrible. He will never be on this podcast. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I think I'm going to focus on that as being not sort of just indicative of. Uh, I think the sound, the otherwise the cinematography and the and the the audio, I didn't find anything particularly terrible about that. Um, but the editing is poor. Uh, this, however, might be my highest grade of a two point five. The music is very bad. I hate the music in this. <laughs> <laughs> the music is distractingly bad. Like it does. Like is it, it? N- yeah, it's cacophonous. It, uh, the, there's parts, a lot of it is, uh, just stuff ripped from the other DC stuff and including from the first one, like uh, that whole, te- that whole, uh, Middle East driving through with the car yeah, thing. Yeah. That's just the first song. Like, I don't even know if they changed anything with it, but like it's the, the music is not good. It doesn't like flow at all. It, it's, it's like jerky. It doesn't, um, it, it doesn't make scenes like any richer and in a 80s thing. I thought they were leaning pretty heavily on that with the trailer, especially the first one where they played, uh, yeah. the, I can't remember what song it is, but it's a, da, na, 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 
na 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 na. What song is that? You know oh that. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it'll okay, anyway, yeah, people know what I'm talking about. Um, but like, I was expecting more like like '80s ish sounding songs. There was a little synth here and there, but like, I didn't. It just felt uh, it felt bad generic, like, but not like just generic. Like I don't notice it. Like I noticed it, and it, it detracted the the and then the visuals for like mi- like middleish stuff was okay. Like like action sequences were decent. Uh, fights, not a whole lot of fights. I like the fight in the White House with with uh, Barbara well enough. That was all right. Um, but then they had to speak, and some of those some of the writing in that was pretty rough. Um, <laughs> But the ending, and then the ending part actually doesn't really work very well either. With uh, I was expecting more from the cheetah fight. I thought that was gonna be that the way that was shot and lit felt very yeah. like we're hiding some imper- imperfections probably with the cheetah CGI because it's very it's a very weird uncanny valley kind of thing. The CGI and the cheetah is really strange. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we only see her full cheetah in the dark for a couple of scenes. And when she's fighting, we never see like the face. So like, I think, uh, they're probably covering some stuff. And then the final confrontation is in like a spinny newsroom where all the papers swirling around and, uh, and, uh, Max Lord is floating on all the wish power or all the wish power. It just doesn't look very good. Like it looks pretty like, you know what? You're uh, right. It looks like wasteful. Like I'm like, "Ah, I don't think, uh, I think if you had two hundred million dollars, you should be showing off a little better. This isn't really doing it for me. It almost looks like old, like TV Star Trek "Beam Me Up, Scotty" kind of stuff. I didn't. It really doesn't look much better than that. Yet. It really doesn't. Yeah. Like it does not hold up. It's a to little other... shimmer, more shimmery, but that's about it. It doesn't hold up to other two hundred million dollar blockbuster movies, which is what this is. This this being held against. So, um, I'm like low again. Um, like a one five. It's uh. <laughs> It's actually it's lower than the characters for me, just because I, I thought I was going to be super generous, but I think I'm I'm knocking mine down to a two because I was just I was feeling bad there for a minute, but it's not that, good. That music was hurting me. It was hurting. Me. It was not good. I don't know why. You'd think with an '80s thing and like they're playing nostalgia, they would at least play '80s songs, maybe, and like try to like get some nostalgia no. strings out of there. No, like, I was waiting didn't for even... some flock of seagulls, you know, some Springsteen, something. Yeah, I mean, it, even if that's, but I mean, they didn't want to go camp bad they only did that for the first year which i didn't for i didn't like that tone either i didn't like the camp tone either everything's so totally different about this in the first one too and it's not it's all for the worse like this doesn't even feel like the same universe as that first one which dc's always had their problem with continuity and making things feel like a cohesive piece yeah we already t- talked about the, the world uh, so the whole thing is uh din jardin uh, the mandalorian has to uh get the whole <laughs> The whole world to wish for things. Do you things not want to call him s- Pedro Pascal ever? You don't Pedro want to Pascal. Just... Is, okay. Yeah, he's going to suck their life force uh, by letting everyone wish for things. And everyone wishing for things means everything's bad. Uh, yes. Like, everyone's, the, the world's blowing up. Everyone's running around. And it's, it's, it's nukes ca- are getting launched chaos. off. And then Diana gives a, a speech about, like, you gotta, you gotta not. You got to renounce your wishes, just like I, I did. She renounced her, she renounced her uh, wish for Steve Trevor, and so Steve Trevor goes away, and that gives her her powers back. We didn't really talk about that because Steve Trevor's there now. Her powers are fading. That's right. like her loss is like uh, you want Steve Trevor back. Well, you can't be immortal Amazon anymore. You you are you are gonna lose that. Why um, is it so that? Did... Why couldn't it be something else like Vision or No? It doesn't make know. sense because the, there's no rules for like what gets taken away. Exactly, like, it doesn't. 
It's yeah, just whatever it, suits the sort of pseudo plot of the movie. Yeah, it's like whatever needs to be taken away for it to make sense for the movie is what you lose. Uh, unless, unless you're Max, who specifically decides what gets taken away. I guess because he's the stone, he gets to decide. He's the stone, yeah. But that yeah. even the whole thing that I am the stone now, like, ugh, it just, it's so <laughs> stupid. It's that's, so dumb. You knew right then that's when it was going to not recover. It's uh, like, uh, and then you think, okay, he's the stone. Is he going to become like a rock monster or something? But he's just him. (laughs) He's the thing from Fantastic Four. I mean, that would have been dumb, but that would have leaned into I am the stone. Like him just be, Jim just existing. None of it. It doesn't make any sense. It it feels like they wrote that in later to try to make it make more sense. Yeah. It's it's absurd. Um, But he renounced, Max renounces his wish uh, to be the wishes. And because he had the flashback, because uh, well, he had a, a rough childhood, uh, and he wants to do it for his his child. He doesn't want his child to get killed by all the nukes um, or run so, over on the street he was playing on. At, is that know. where he, I thought he was in the field at that point? At was, that point, he was somewhere between yeah the overpass and the tree. So. He wasn't in the forest yet. Yeah, so yeah. he didn't come out of the out of the out of the trees yet. Uh, so he renounces the wishes, and because he renounces, I guess that makes everyone else feel compelled to renounce. So everyone on the planet renounces their wishes, and that that's Diana's whole speech is wishing things is 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 bad. You have to like work for it, I guess. But the right. way they Don't reverse cheat. all the wishes is to wish you didn't make the wishes, basically, because that's what that's what renouncing your wish does. Is I wish I didn't make all these wishes, and so. The only thing to so stop all the wishes. it puts it back to where it was before. Yeah, so n- nukes literally fade into existence in the midair, and like every everyone goes back to being regular. People come back to light. Like the, the heart attack lady's fine, right? Uh, like every everything just goes completely back to normal because everyone says, "I wish I wasn't making all those wishes." Right. Um. And so uh, Max gets reunited with the kid. I said, I'm a bad guy. And he's like, it's okay, Dad, I love you. And then I'm like, oh, is that supposed to be the tear <laughs> moment? Because that's pretty weak sauce. Um, we don't even really see what happens to Barbara. We see she renounces her wish, but we don't get any sort of follow-up with her. No. Uh, and then Diana meets the the guy. The, one of the weirdest moments, Diana meets the guy that Steve possessed the whole movie. Right. And they have like a nice like little moment, I guess. Um, it was a little meat cute, but it didn't end up that way. Yeah, and then we get a a, a final scene where uh, we see a woman save a baby from a collapsing pole, and it's revealed that it's Hysteria, the one who has the gold armor that Wonder Woman wears in this movie. She's like a legend. She fought off all the people in the old days with the gold armor, and of course, Hysteria is now played by uh, the, uh, the, I don't know if she's the original Wonder Woman, but Linda Carter, who was from the 1970s TV Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our little end credit thing. Uh, that's the but end. The village of this. where he where she saves her from literally came right out of a Hallmark movie, a Hallmark Christmas movie. I thought it was the same Christmas village they were in that Wonder Woman and uh, Steve's body was it, like Steve's fake body were in. Oh, it is. But my point is, is that oh, was it though? Well, that's what I thought, and they were trying to trick you into like, oh, look, Wonder Woman just saved this person. But it's not Wonder Woman, it's the old Wonder Woman. And she's oh, like, ah, oh, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time, kid. Like, that's terrible. Um, <sighs> and it doesn't matter, it's just as bad either way. Resonance and feel. Forget about it. No, no resonance and feel, it's a one. So bummed about this. This is like the second movie I've seen since March in the theaters, and what a bummer. 
It's the it's the biggest disappointment of a big movie this year. There haven't been no a ton kidding. of big movies, but it's it's ter- it's like worse than I could have imagined it being. Honestly, it's it's so bad. It has a sixty four on Rotten Tomatoes. I have no idea how it has over half of critics and user scores are like kind of in the middle too. I'm like, I really just don't know. I don't know how you could defend this. It's really well. Bad. You have D- you know you have people who love Marvel and you have people who will love DC no matter what they put out, and so that's part of it. I don't know, I don't know how a professional critic gets on their thing and and defends this being anything over anything greater than like a two star movie. Like I, I don't really Rope, the Roper guy was in the eighties, and I'm like I don't understand. I don't get it. I really don't. Like, I can't understand. I The first one, it's not like I don't like all the DC everything. Like, I like the first Wonder Woman is a good movie. That's like a nice three and a half star movie for me. Maybe a four. That's probably a three and a half star movie. It's fine. Like, that's my favorite DC movie. So this is I've, a bummer. That's also mine, but I've only seen a yeah. couple and I can't imagine. I mean, the ones I've avoided are like Batman for Superman. And uh, I saw that. Uh, one. You, <laughs> yeah. Is that that sounds I don't even want to oh, go back at this point. No, don't. I mean, having to listen to Ben Affleck as Batman is punishment. Uh, yeah, it's a one resonance feel. It's terrible. I don't know why they did this. Um, this <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. It's the same director too, and like, I don't I know. know how. The, like, it, I don't know how they could have made it this poor. It really doesn't make sense to me. But um, yeah, uh, we're gonna recommend Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. No, I mean. Nope. You, if you have HBO Max, sure, you can watch it, but you could probably do a lot of things while you're watching it because it's not going to matter. It's two and a half hours long. It's like, it's stealing, it it's like, really it's long. Pedro Pascal, it's stealing your life force by watching it. <laughs> <laughs> you say, I wish I, I I wish I could watch Wonder Woman, oh, the theaters are closed, I wish Wonder Woman I could watch in my house, and it's like, oh yeah, you can watch it, and then it sucks your life out of you. <laughs> so there you go. That's, so many that's people the- will be leaving their houses halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the most that's the most uh, fitting thing is is that and okay so yeah no no recommends from us for 1984. Um, I can't imagine our other hosts would either recommend it. So just Jess would have no idea what's going on. She doesn't like superhero movies to begin with, and Nicole saw it with us and thought it was just as bad as we did. So maybe even worse. She might have even hated it more. The the number of times she asked me how much longer it was is more even oh. a lot even a lot even for her. So, um, <laughs> all right, no more. Hopefully they stop with this, whatever this yeah. was. Uh, coming up, we've got a couple more 2020 movies that we'll be doing for the rest of January because there's still enough left that we need to talk about that are going to yeah. be out there. And then our uh, top five show will also be out in January, probably in like the middle of January, once we've had a little time to catch up with stuff like Soul, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yep. Uh, what other ones? We've got All the uh, ones One that Night are in Miami. my bracket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was the first. If you haven't heard the the draft show, go hear uh, who took this in the first round, this, this lovely movie. Listen. Um, yeah, I just lost fo- fantasy football. I came in last, so uh, this, I'm pretty sure. Apparently, this is like to me half this of time. the people in the world like this movie, so maybe. Okay, maybe I need those something. people to come out in droves. I don't but... know why you would, but uh, yep, that's <laughs> not to uh, the that's movie, what we... just to vote. Yeah, yeah, not to the movies. Uh, that's what we got coming up. In the meantime, if you have things to recommend to us, once uh, we catch up on our 20s to 20 stuff, we'll go back to our listener recommendations. And yeah, we could take anything that's streaming on Netflix, Prime, Hulu. Disney Plus, and now we're also including HBO Max, so that's joined the cast of eligible streaming things. Uh, Films with Women in My Life on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore Podhost. You can email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail.com, and we're also on Twitter at filmswomenpod. 
All right. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Yeah. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.